Hey, hey, y'all. This is the one and only Shishi Bu here to connect with you on different topics and levels of this here we call life. I just don't talk about spirituality. Oh, no. I am into music, movies, relationships, a little bit of celebrity gossip, you know, shum shum. But most of all, uplifting y'all, my bows and beauties. I always want to remind my tribe, if no one told you today, I love you from the bottom of my heart. So tune in with your girl and be a part of the tribe. Thank you in advance. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, y'all. So, there's going to be another spooky, scary story I want to share with you guys. But, I'm not doing the talking for spooky, scary story. I want to give this platform, well, not even platform, but this space, well, this episode, let's just say this episode, to grunge because if y'all don't follow grunge on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever the socials may be, follow them because they got some stories that will make you go, what? This isn't true. This is real. You just have a lot of questions. So when I literally just sat here and watched one video, I said, oh, I gotta tell the people. They got to know this. They they got to know. <laughs> so a big, big shout out to Grunge because let me open my phone and get out this video. It's called Creepy Urgen- Urban Legends That Turned Out to Be Completely True. When I tell you the stories that he's talking about, Oh my gosh. I'm like, these are not. And then they're, they're, they're real. Because you he has facts and he has proof to back it up. So, there's that. <laughs> also, there was one particular story about insects. And I was like, yeah. I'll give my opinions. I, each, at the end of each video, I'm going to try to catch them in time before they start switching over. But, yeah. This is... Shout out to grunge, creepy urban legends that turn out to be true. I guess you could say I'm doing a reaction, but you're also getting like spooky stories. Well, spooky sco- stories slash urban legends out of this one too. I don't know. Tell me what y'all think. So I'm going to play the first one. I'm trying to prop this up. So hold on. So my phone don't fall. Sorry. All the noise. I should have had this prepared, but we're here. Ooh. But before we start, let me just ask mm-hmm. you guys. Okay, thanks. I'm going to put this on silent. I swear I put on Do Not Disturb. I guess not. But I want to just ask you guys before we start. How y'all doing? Before we get into this creepy stuff, how are y'all doing? I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you guys are doing well. If not... Please try to get through this day, this week, this time, and just push and keep keep giving it your all and just keep your faith in your head up because 
this too shall pass. We all have moments where we just need to pause and just take a break. And you know what? I think I'm going to upload that next. Just giving you guys a little uplift because I need it. <laughs> I need it and I haven't been getting a lot. So I'm going to just give it to y'all. But right here, right now, get y'all's blankets. Get your hot chocolate, your apple cider, um, your goodies. I don't know what y'all be eating. Um, cuddle up. Come on close to your girl. Like, listen in and let's just get this thing started. So, this is called, like I said, from Grunge, Creepy Urban Legends that turned out to be completely true. Also, shout out to the narrator because his voice is immaculate i love it and he really drew me in so shout out to y'all i'm gonna leave the link in the description box below as well and at the end of each segment i will give my personal opinion because some of these stories like i said lord but here we go not all urban legends are made up for kids many are completely true and that includes some seriously terrifying stories you got axe-wielding psychos, secret tunnels sprawling under entire cities, and dangerous men in the woods. They're real, and so are these other creepy urban legends. There are a few stories surrounding the Bunny Man Bridge in Fairfax County, Virginia. According to one, the area was home to a disturbed... So, before I continue, it's called... This one's called Bunny Terror. ...teenager who put on a bunny costume before hanging himself from the overpass. In standard urban legend fare, he haunts the bridge and disembowels trespassers with an axe. However, Brian Conley, a local historian, found that the bunny man has a basis in truth. Conley says the legend is actually told all over the Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. area. The whole region echoes with tales of a man in a white bunny suit. Silly rabbit. Alright. I know I said I was going to wait till the end. What the heck? Imagine you driving to i don't know your homie's house and you blasting your favorite music you know bump bump mm, mm. and all of a sudden you look down for 2.5 seconds because you gotta get your phone out to let them know hey i'm close by and you look up and you just see in the distance when you come in close and you put your car on because you see a man in a in a white bunny suit just like chilling just standing there in front of you and you looking like what the freak you got in his hand lord forbid if you wear glasses you don't wear glasses and you just look like the freak you got in his hand what do you black people <laughs> black people what are you going to do oh uh-uh <laughs> i'm a turd i think around uh, i gotta get out of here put the pedal to the i gotta get out of here but don't take your eyes off them because ooh. Uh-uh. Keep going. I'm sorry. Tricks are for kids. Mm. That was enough to make him wonder if there was something to it. And when he started combing through newspapers, he found the origins of the tale. In 1970, an Air Force cadet reported being in a car with his fiance when a man in a white bunny suit jumped out of the bushes, yelled at them, and hurled a hatchet through the car window. They weren't hurt, but to... If y'all ain't hear that, literally what I just said, you see him, a bunny man at the front of your your car he stands there you try to escape then he throws 
a hatchet at your window. Lord. Weeks later, a security guard came across the same bunny man hacking mm, away mm, at the mm. roof supports of a new house. There was a major investigation, but police never found out who was in the costume, and he never appeared again. Wow. This one is most common in big cities like New York, but you okay. can Okay, so that one was called the Bunny Terror. I'm sorry. If I'm dra- First off, I guess it depends where you're driving. I'm not driving late at night. I know that. I know that. By myself. I know that. My black people senses is tingling. No. And even if I am with somebody else, your phone, your phone better be out because we call an hour one just in case. But also, it's like, what the freak? He just standing there. I'm a, I'm a squint. What's that white thing? If we, my eyes will be glued to the road, and if I see anything white, looks like a bunny. Uh, uh, uh-uh. uh. Nope, nope. Not here. Mm, nope. And go back. <laughs> We're not, wherever we need to be, I guess we're not going. I guess we're not going. Or we're taking different, even if we take a different route, might be another one. Nah, I'm cool. What would you do? If you've seen that, what would you do, people? Let me know. Leave a comment. If you want Apple, leave a comment. Let me know. What would you do? Alright, so this next one's called... I hate this. I This one is so cringe. Uh, it's called rats in the toilet and this is based off of new york if y'all live in new york some of y'all live in new york or been there lived there whatever is this true what you about to hear is this true Mm. creations on it all over supposedly rats live in the sewers and it's entirely possible that one will just swim up some pipes and end up in someone's toilet the lucky victims will just open the lid to find a rat treading water there the unlucky ones will be sitting on the toilet when it happens. It sounds unlikely, but it's completely and terrifyingly true. The Seattle Times even ran a 2016 piece warning... I'm sorry. If I'm pooping, peeing, whatever, and I am just relieving myself of whatever it may be, and all of a sudden I feel, or I feel a little flutter flutter of something on my booty hole... Oh my gosh. I don't want to faint, but I'm going to lose my sh- Literally. What? Especially if I'm in like a restaurant or an establishment and this happens. Somebody answering for this. Because now I got sh- on, I got sh- on my... Sh- <laughs> I got stuff on my butthole now. And it ain't poop. Sorry be so graphic. It's... That, you know, these little, uh, I'm not even going to say them because I don't like them. They be licking and eating anything so you don't know what's in their mouth. Rabies, diseases, and they flutter on your, your, your derriere. Lord, is this true? And also, New York, what's up? I mean, you can't control what's always in the sewer line because that means that's going down there 24-7. I'm going to just play it. Readers, what to do when a rat made an appearance in their toilets? Mm. It happens way more than anyone would think. Uh. The King County Public Health Department answers between 50 and 80 rats and toilet occurrences each uh. and every year. Experts say the rats are trying to get into a kitchen or drain where they smell food. Mm. But since the toilet is the easiest access to a home, that's usually where they pop up. So they, 
Oh my gosh. So you telling me I can't cook because they just might pop up in the toilet. And here's my other question I was thinking. So if your toilet seat is down, not the seat, let's say the lid, the toilet lid is down, they can still get up through there. And imagine if there was like 10 of them bad boys. And y'all want my food? This is all because of some food? I don't live there, so I don't know the lifestyle, but oh my gosh. Y'all make, this makes me scared. This makes me scared. Like, really? I'm going to play the next one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, the next one, I'm done with that last one. The next one is called Out the Window. Here's another pretty familiar urban legend with a healthy dose of cautionary tale thrown in. It involves a man plummeting to his death outside the building where he works. It turns out the man was a lawyer. Okay, I'm only laughing because the clip they show was this guy answering the door and this girl standing there and all you see behind the dude is another guy just fly out the window behind him. And he's still talking like he did not hear that and the girl's just looking like... So, we ain't going to acknowledge what that noise was. This just happened in front of me. I'm going to play it. Awfully fond of demonstrating just how strong the windows in his building were by throwing himself at them dozens of floors up. One day, the window breaks, and that's it for the unfortunate, overconfident attorney. Who would do that? Torontoists say this man was real. His name was Gary Hoy, and he had a weird habit of slamming against the windows of his office at Toronto's TD Centre. On one July day in 1993, he did it in front of a group of visiting students. The window popped out of the frame and... Can I just ask a question? Can somebody answer this? Please, can somebody answer this? Criminal law, like... And just criminal justice, can somebody answer this? Why does every crazy incident always happen in June or July, but mainly July? When I listen to these podcasts dealing with like criminal uh, cases and murderers and whatnot, they always commit something in July. So I've come to the conclusion people really don't know how to act when the summer hit because that heat be frying some of your important brain cells to where you start acting crazy and doing some 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 crazy stuff that don't make no sense so you're telling me june july and august stay away from people got it because people don't know how to act can somebody please answer that question why is that why do they always maybe i answer my own question it's always july and that's why i don't do nothing on my birthday Mm. popped out of the building he fell 24 stories and while it's unclear exactly why he thought any of this was a good idea it did have consequences for his co-workers. The firm, Holden Day Wilson, closed three years after the incident, in part due to an inability to recover from the tragedy. Mm-hmm. The basics of this tale are simple. It's like, how do you bounce back in business the next day after knowing somebody just did that? How, like, just threw themselves out the window? Like, how do you come back? And then, let's say you have clientele, like, really top notch bosses and they really like believe in your company support you put down a lot of money and then they hear this incident they're gonna be like so we just condoning this we just we're just accepting that this is a thing so it's like you yeah i bet like you have to shut down what do you how do you explain this 
And if you're cool, calm, you got to perceive caution because if you're cool, calm, collected, people going to look at you like, so it was just a nobody. You just don't care about this person. (sighs) So much going on. The next one is called the Abandoned Asylum Boogeyman. Propsy was rumored to be a madman who lived in the woods of Staten Island and hunted Miss. She threw everything. Hold on, I gotta explain this clip. This made me giggle. She, this creepy guy is coming through the other, coming through the door, pretty much on the other side of the kitchen, well, of the of the house, and the girl runs up out the kitchen. Well, runs up out the living room in the kitchen, tosses everything out the refrigerator, hides in the fridge, and closes it. That's me. Patient from the local institution with a hook for a hand that he would use to drag his prey back to his lair. Parents would threaten their children with abduction by Cropsey if they didn't behave. Whether the parents knew it or not, Cropsey was terrifyingly real. The Willowbrook mm. State School closed in 1987 after becoming the subject of an infamous 1972 expose by Geraldo Rivera. It wasn't long after Willowbrook's closure that former employee Andre Rand was arrested in connection with several disappearances. He was ultimately convicted after authorities found a child's body buried in a shallow grave on the grounds of the institution. Rand was ultimately linked to other disappearances but has steadfastly maintained his innocence. Some don't believe he was the killer at all, but mm. the fact remains, someone was. Anyone who was online... Yeah, like, somebody's doing it, because if, if you caught him and he's saying he ain't do it, uh, y'all need to be looking a little bit deeper and a little bit harder. And I, I'm going to do... I'm, I'm going to look into that. Yeah, I'm going to look into that. Like, did y'all catch the right person, and did they stop? The things that make you go, hmm. The next one is called internet handle i didn't even know this but this one blew my mind during the early days of the internet probably remember seeing forwarded emails warning about someone with the screen name slave master Mm. just leave me to do my dark bidding on the internet the emails were pretty straightforward if someone with that screen name reached out he should be avoided at all costs Supposedly, the screen name belonged to a man looking to convince unsuspecting women to meet him in real life so he could kill them. Sound unlikely? It was 100% true, and his name was John Edward Robinson Sr. Okay, first off, let me describe this person. He looked like the type that would do some stuff like that. He is a country man living on a farm. Uh, You could say early 40s, late 40s. White man, kind of chunky, glasses with this creepy smile that's like, mm-hmm, yeah, I'll do it, whatever you want, type of smile. With this denim uh, button-up, no, denim jacket. He, The way he's, like, sitting, he's, like, kind of leaning to the side, like, yeah, mm-hmm, I'll do whatever you want. Just tell me. That's the vibe I'm getting. I, I, don't, I don't like it. Those in his church so like as a devoted family man, neighborhood activist, and brilliant entrepreneur. And anywhere, it's always the ones where you think they wouldn't. It'd be like the really important people in <sighs> important people in society that you'll be like, they would never do that. I can never see them doing something like that. They are so innocent. Meanwhile, they got bodies upon bodies in their basement. It'd be those ones. And then you could be seeing them every day. On a daily basis, passing by them in the store, seeing them on the street. They could be your friend at work. And it turns out you'd be like, what? The whole time I was talking to a serial killer? 
I could have been next. Were they being friendly to me? Questions. Beware of the people you talk to and who you keep in your company. There's lies behind certain smiles. Local authorities apparently knew he had once been convicted of being a con artist, but no one suspected the depths of his depravity. Upon investigation, it was discovered he had a long history of horrible behavior before he even adopted his slave master identity. He was ultimately mm. linked to the disappearance of a number of women, including a Polish college student and a 27-year-old home care nurse. Finally, a 34-year-old woman he targeted called the police. When they searched mm -hmm. his home, they found bodies sealed in 55-gallon metal barrels. Robinson had beaten his victims to death, and although it's unclear just how many women he murdered, police did find more bodies that he'd been keeping for years. Bro still got that crazy smile even when he took his mugshot in jail. He still got that smile. Like, I mean, if you, if you, if you still want to do it, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm up for it. That's the type of smile he's giving me, and I stuttered on purpose because that's how it sounded like he was sound. And then they said it's um their childhood because he's been through a rough childhood. Sometimes that's that it could be the opposite. I'm not giving no excuses for this person or people in general for what they the horrible things they do. Some people can have a great childhood and they just are fascinated with some really evil dark stuff. Other people, yeah, you can have a very rough, rocky childhood to where you are doing some uh illegal, inappropriate, wrong evil things because that's all you know that's all you were pretty much around and if you don't get the proper care what is a person supposed to do <laughs> it's like that's them expressing their way of saying hey I need help so I'm gonna just do da 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 see if people give me the help and then we do get the help it's like bro we we can help you but you won't be in a place where um yeah, it's gonna be bad. So, it's gonna be bad. Oh gosh, rest, rest in peace to the souls that this man. It's giving Jeffrey Dahmer. That's what it's giving, especially the barrels. Ugh. The story starts with. This one's called. <clears throat> What's that smell? When I heard this one, I said, "Good." So from now on. When I go to hotels, I know exactly what I'm looking for. Someone settling into a hotel room and noticing a strange smell. They might complain, they might not, but they always spend a few days in the room before the smell gets so unbearable they investigate fully. It's only then they find the dead hmm. body under the mattress. This isn't just true, it happens with terrifying regularity. Mm -mm -mm. Each time, guest complaints led to a complete search of a hotel room and the discovery of a dead body. The stories are surprisingly varied. The first body was Gary Smith, a car thief poisoned and strangled by his associates, then left under the bed of a New Jersey motel room that was rented about four times before he was found. Two bodies discovered in two different motels in 1989 were the work of the same killer, Jerry Lee Dunbar. In 2003, a man spent three nights in a Kansas City room before the smell became so unbearable he checked out. When the room was cleaned, a man in an advanced stage of decomposition was found under the mattress. In short, if something smells in your hotel room, ask for a cleaning sooner rather than later. Urban legend says there's a horribly disfigured uh, creature. Yeah, though. because my thing is when I first 
I guess when you first walk in, your nose didn't adjust to the room yet. But I was... Yeah. Because it... Let's say if it happened before you got there, like the night before, you probably wouldn't smell too much until the end of the day. And that's when things will start being like, something's in here. And then you got to start investigating, looking. Because one thing with me, I'm investigating, I'm looking. Because if I'm in a hotel, I shouldn't be smelling nothing like that in here. And then you come back to the hotel. Why aren't y'all properly cleaning, thoroughly checking, and looking at stuff? You don't see that bit a little miscombobulated? Because if you know y'all make the bit a certain type of way, this bit ain't really um, put together like how I know we usually do it. Uh, that one creeped me out because I was like, this is wild next one's called the green man wanders the forests and highways around pittsburgh sometimes he's called the green man sometimes he's called charlie no face sometimes he's even called the monster of beaver county all of these names are awful because he was actually a very sweet man named ray robinson in mm. 1919 eight-year-old robinson had an accident that changed his life forever he was climbing a trolley trussle when he touched a live power line and was electrocuted he lost one hand and his face was melted. He grew up incredibly isolated and at night he liked to walk the local highways. Even into the 21st century, teens cruised the highways looking for the green man. But those who grew up in the area in the 1960s actually found him. Some were incredibly cruel to him and wow. others made a friend who changed their lives. Hmm. Robinson liked to chat with the kind ones, talk baseball and drink beer. Documentary. I, I feel he wanted to just talk just, you know, just to talk because everybody I keep encountering keeps trying to hurt me or just hurt me in some sort of way and I don't want that I'm just trying to be a person out here and the only way I could be a person is moving away from everyone everybody and as soon as I get a nice person that comes into my space or I meet yeah I'm gonna hold a conversation because this is rare this is foreign because I'm not used to this I'm used to somebody looking to harm me rather than just listen help me hear me out I just need a friend and that's what this sound like it sounded like he just wanted a friend he just wanted somebody to talk to it was very unfortunate what happened to him because it sounds like bro uh when he was climbing that fence it sounds like he was really really um close like his face was literally on the wire or he grabbed to try to like you know when you get hurt and you kind of or something happens and you like you cringe i think that's what happened like he grabbed it because it's like because you're getting shocked and i think that's what happened but he just sounded like he just wanted a friend and y'all it was probably kids that was sitting there harming him and just treating him so vile and disgusting it was probably kids because probably kids he just wanted a friend that's all Tisha York interviewed hundreds who met him and summed him up like this people were just so cruel to him and mm -hmm. he never understood why underneath it all was this beautiful kind man mm -hmm. Robinson died in 1985 but his oh. legend lives on here's the terrifying story all right so this one rest in peace um rest in peace to him this next one souvenirs from aboard First off, well, abroad. Yeah, abroad. 
First off, this is the one I was telling you about with the insects. I don't, I don't do bugs. I don't. So this creeped me out because this can actually happen. That's why people are always telling you, check your stuff before you come in the house. If you have to, check it outside. Spray your stuff down. Wash your stuff immediately when you come in from uh, from uh, traveling. And really like check your, check your stuff. Because you don't unwanted visitors. And then what happened to these two people? Yeah. Someone goes on vacation, then comes back and starts suffering severe headaches or earaches not long after. The cause? Bugs crawled into the hapless vacationers' uh. ears and nestled in their brain. Uh. Sorry, but this one isn't just true. It's happened a couple of times. Lord. In 2013, Rochelle Harris returned to Britain from a holiday. Let me describe this girl before it continues. Let me describe this girl. She is a... She has a blonde bob with the bang. With the bang-yang. And... She has this, like, jolly, cheerful smile on her face. Why are you smiling, having this jolly, cheerful smile on your face? Like, this is cute. This is not cute. This is terrifying. I understand you got the help you needed. But, baby, that doesn't mean, hey, yeah, this really happened to me. I can't believe it. No. You don't, that, don't be smiling about that. This is not funny. This is not something you could play with. Because what if it happens again and you don't get the proper medical treatment that you that you got before? Now you SOL. And the way she's... Her smile, when I first watched it, made me so mad. Because I'm like, girl, why are you laughing? Like, this is cute and this is funny. Blondes. Blondes. When she started hearing scratching noises, she was a little worried. It got worse when the headache started. When she woke up with a mysterious liquid on her pillow, she decided to seek medical attention for what she thought was an... The liquid on your pillow? Where were you sleeping is my question. I guess... I guess when you go out of town, out of the state, out from your normal habitat, I you I guess things come out and you don't even notice until you see some corner like Ooh. but she was asleep and then she felt a liquid on her on her pillow lick liquid infection the truth a fly she'd swatted out of her ear in Peru had laid eggs in her ear canal, and she was now home to a family of maggots. She needed surgery to remove. <sighs> swatted a fly out her ear, not by her ear, out her ear, to find out in her ear. She has a home full of maggots. My thing is, were you sleeping when this fly was in your ear? Did you just think you couldn't hear nothing in that ear? So you just, just like, ah, if you were up and awake and alert and it was just like, whatever. How big was this fly? Was it like, you know how them fat, nasty flies be? And they just like thick for no reason it's like all right you've been eating eating and it's just there 
Did anybody look at your face? Well, she has a bob. So I guess they didn't see. Because she has that bob with the banging. So I guess they couldn't see under her hair. Depending on how her hair was. And they couldn't tell that she has something in her ear. I don't like nothing by my ear. I don't like nothing touching me. If I can help it, all the bugs would die. Yep, I said it. All the bugs would die. But we need them, all for essential reasons. But whatever, I digress. Ugh. I know you smiling like it's cute. Yeah, I had, a, I had an ear full of maggots. Then in 2015, Yadira Rostro underwent surgery after suffering from nine months of headaches. The cause? Tapeworm eggs in her brain. Doctors were pretty sure she picked up the parasite when she was in Mexico two years prior, and that it had traveled through her bloodstream and into her brain where it laid eggs. Mm. Good luck enjoying another vacation. What do you say? What do you say? I don't, I'm speechless because I don't, even when I got done watching the first, I don't know what to say. What? I don't know what to say. I, I really don't. Just be careful where you put your head at and where you are in your surroundings. Don't let, be aware what's lurking in the flutters of the insect world I don't know I don't I don't really have too much to say I that second one blew me but the first one Susan whatever your name was don't be smiling like this is cute this is traumatizing and the fact that you just said like yeah <laughs> no no um anyway the next one's called today's special dot dot people just listen to this, this is wild it's part urban legend, part crime drama trope. It's the one about the serial killer who almost gets away with murder by feeding the bodies of his victims to pigs. Then I hear the best thing to do is feed them to pigs. You gotta stop. If you didn't hear them or the narrator, he said, I quote, feeding his victims to pigs. And the guy that just came on, the older guy, said, not the narrator in the in the uh in the YouTube video says to feed your victims to the pigs what you have to do is let your pigs starve for a few days and then you feed them the victims and they'll eat them the pigs for a few days it's used in a lot of fiction and it's happened mm -hmm. a lot in real life in 2013, The Telegraph reported on a police investigation from southern Italy. According to taped phone conversations, Francesco Ricosta was murdered during a mafia turf war. Then his body was fed to pigs. Wow. In 2015, wow. USA Today reported that... Let me... <coughs> Excuse me. Let me describe this lady. First off, her hair looks stiff as ever. I can definitely tell this is a wig. <sighs> I don't like talking about people because I don't. But Sis's eyes is like wide the freak open. I need to take a drink before I describe what the freak this lady look like. 
Her eyes is wide open. She got this dumbfounded look on her face. Like, oh, I could, I would never do something like that. Well, you did. And a hot mess. She looks so surprised. Like, I can't believe I got caught. I can't believe this is true. Yeah, you did this. And then her lawyer with these big old thick Coke bottle glasses. I'm going to sit here and be looking at the judge like, well, because she's getting her sentence um, told to her and paperwork and whatnot. And her lawyer's like, well, how could you say something like this? What? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm done. Susan Monica has been found guilty of not only murdering two men, but of disposing of the bodies by feeding them to her pigs. Wow. But the idea goes back even further to one of Canada's most infamous serial killers. Robert Picton was arrested in 2002 for the murders of 26 women over the course of around six 26. years. Most were snatched off the streets of Vancouver, oh. and according to the testimony of those who knew him, he bragged of killing dozens of women and disposing of their bodies by feeding them to his pigs. Thousands of DNA samples were ultimately recovered from his farm. Sometimes the most terrifying Halloween stories are the true um, ones. Take Before we get into the next one, that'll be the next one, I think, is the last one. She fed the two these two dudes, probably <clears throat> exes, husbands, I don't know. I don't know. Says I would love to know. Not sis. Uh lady, I would love to know. Um why'd you feed them to the pigs? What did they do? Did they break up with you? Did they not want to be with you? Did they harm you? Did they steal from you? Did they try to take one of your pigs? What? <clears throat> this must be an... They said the, this is two guys she done this to. <clears throat> it sounds like sis... Not sis. Lady. Because she's, she's not black. It sounds like she did this before. Because you were so comfortable just taking them and feeding them to the pigs. But I guess she thought if I feed them to the pigs, their DNA would never show up because they're all over the pigs and the pigs be everywhere anywhere so they'll never know wow this is deep and then the last dude i mean the the, the guy gonna sit here and feed the his victims to the pigs and he was taking 26 people or women and you just take them off the street what'd you say to them hey i have a farm you want to see my little piggies or how'd you get them over there me, if you look a little iffy, he had to have drugged them. He had to have, because how are you getting them over there? Alright. Everybody that passed, please rest in peace. Lord, I don't, I don't, oh gosh. This says two realistic um, Halloween decorations. I can only imagine what they about to say. We just gonna play. For instance, the tale of a very realistic looking decoration. It's mm. so realistic, in fact, neighbors eventually call the police to come check it out. It's only after days of sitting in plain view that someone realizes it's an actual body. It's happened a few times. Before I continue, y'all ever see, like, especially now as Halloween, Y'all ever see on people's porches, y'all have these like so-called skeletons or dead bodies or zombies sitting in a rocking chair just sitting there chilling. I was so traumatized when I was younger because I was going trick-or-treating 
and there was a haunted house and of course you know in order to get in a haunted house you got to face the first encounter which is the the killer on the chair well they never said anybody like you didn't know that was the first encounter so when i walked up it wasn't a haunted house it was just a house i was getting candy from now i remember so i was walking up to get the candy out the bowl and it was sitting on his lap and you know how you got to like check you know inch inch close look through the face make sure well his mask he had like netted um like black netted like screen so Kind of like the screen mask, that black stuff in the eyes. He had that so you can't see his eyes. So, if you were to get close, you don't know if his eyes is closed, open. You, you don't know if he's real. So, I'm going up. I mean, a little story time. Sorry, this just reminded me. I'm going up to get the candy. And the next thing you know, <laughs> I put my hand in a bowl just to grab a piece. All of a sudden, he goes... You could have more than one. I'm young, so I'm looking around like, who said that? And I looked him dead in the face, and he goes, mind you, this kid's a little bit down the street, coming up to the same house. And I'm looking around like, who said that? Ain't nobody else freaking out. The lady sitting on the porch is just smiling at me. I was like, what? Did you Did you speak? He moves. He's like, yeah, here, take some more. Oh, uh-uh. I jumped and I ran. I ran. I look back like, that's not funny. That's not funny. And they're just laughing and cracking up. And I'm looking like, I am traumatized. So now when I see little creep, uh, scarecrows, zombies, serial killers sitting on chairs, I'm very weary because I'm like, what if it's real? Or what if it's an actual dead body sitting, sitting there dressed up as whatever and it's just sitting there decaying on the person's porch they use this dead body as a prop that's what i feel they're about to say first incident was in 1990 when a 17 year old halloween hayride worker accidentally hanged himself heard about along this. the route of the attraction he was supposed <clears throat> to be portraying a hanged man when he was strangled by the prop rope wow. then in 2005 nbc news reported that a woman committed suicide by hanging herself from a tree along a fairly busy delaware roadway she was believed to have done it late on a Tuesday night or early on a Wednesday morning. And the people who saw her Wednesday thought it was a Halloween prank. Wow. Police were called hours later, and only then did they discover it wasn't a prank at all. Yeah. Check out one of our newest videos right here. Plus oh my gosh. Shout out the grunge for these creepy urban legends that turned out to be completely true. What would you... Y'all, that... I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. These these stories were like, why, <laughs> why? I'm done. These were uh, urban legends from Grunge. Remember, shout out to Grunge. Follow them. Follow them on their handles. All their socials. I'll leave the link in the show notes below so you can see the video rather than just hear it on today's episode. But I really wanted to get some creepy stories because, like I said, when you look for some, it's very hard and difficult to find any, which I did not think that was possible. So, that was today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed, because I did. Also, 
if you guys don't remember, if you made it this far to the ep- well to the end of the episode, I did say I want you guys to email me your um Amazon list if you are a cool beanie bow and beauty in the tribe. I will be gifting three to four people on their Amazon list from me to you to just show my little thank you. You know, a little shum shum. So, you all be safe and y'all be careful. Love on your loved ones. Check on people. Check on yourself. If y'all need a little uplifting, tune in because that's that's what I do. No one told you guys today. I love you from the bottom of my heart. You guys say amazing, great. You are enough. You are worthy. You are you are just bomb.com. Hashtag bow beauty. <laughs> hashtag bow. Hashtag beauty. Hashtag cool beanie. Gang gang. Follow me on my socials that are down below. If you like the show, Rate your girl on Spotify and Apple. Five stars on Apple. Leave your girl a review. Hit me up. Talk to me. Connect. And just stay tuned with your girl. Y'all stay amazing. Remember, if you're having an iffy day, this too shall pass. Stay strong. Keep your head up. Keep your faith. And just be amazing. Keep pushing through. I know you got this. And I love you guys. Peace. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard or gained something from the topic in general. Follow me on all my handles that will be listed in the show notes below as well. Facebook group, hey hey y'all. Twitter, shishi pod. Instagram, spiritual underscore lover 718. If you ever want to DM me personally, story times for tea with she, or just to connect, hit me up on my Instagram. Wherever you can find podcasts, follow your girl, shishi be. That can be Apple Podcasts, Anchor, CastBox, Google Play, etc. If you like the pod, leave a five-star rating and a review. I will definitely shout you out on the next episode. If you want to help the pod grow, tell a friend to tell a friend. Or just let the ad play. Thank you again for all your support. And remember, if no one told you today, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Tune in next time bows and beauties. I love you guys so much. Peace.